Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast episode of Mysterious Headlines. We are continuing the coverage of the Lori Vallow Daybell trial. Today was a heavy day as we had FBI special agents and forensic pathologists and anthropologists take to the witness stand to discuss the specifics of the findings of J.J. and Tylee's body. I'm going to try to not get too graphic here as everybody's sensitivities are different and I want to be aware of that, but I also want you to know that we are going to talk a little bit about some of the things they found. So be forewarned, if you don't want to hear about any of this, you can choose to click away from this podcast episode. Um, and tune in for the next one. That might be a little bit different, but this is a trial where multiple people wound up dead, two of them being children. So we're going to talk a little bit about it without getting too gory. So if you remember yesterday, they had FBI Special Agent Steve Daniels on the witness stand, and he was called to the witness stand again today, um, or called back up to the stand. So he began discussing the burial sites. So JJ's burial site was marked as number one and Tylee's marked as number two. So he said JJ's site was near a tree and there was a raised berm there. And he said it was pretty obvious that there was a burial because there were rocks placed on top in a very precise manner. And they removed the rocks and started removing vegetation layer by layer. They found some wood planks, which he said that rocks and wood planks prevent wildlife from finding human remains. So he believes that that's why they were put there. And after they removed the vegetation and the rocks and the wood planks, they found a black piece of plastic. He said they took a razor blade to cut the plastic bag. And that's when they saw human hair. And he said they used multiple tools to remove the remains and that JJ's body was intact. But they said they had to be careful because they knew once they found JJ's body that Tylee's body was close by. And they didn't know exactly where, so they had to be careful as they were maneuvering amongst the ground. They said the difference in JJ and Tylee's burial was that JJ was, all of his remains were intact and Tylee's was just a mass of organic material. So very different. So then FBI Special Agent Steve Daniels stepped down and they brought up Dr. Garth Warren, who was a forensic pathologist, and he was called on to the case when the bodies were discovered. So he kind of went over the steps of receiving an unattended body. So an unattended body is a body outside of a hospital. So he said usually they receive the body in a body bag, they open the bag, they observe it, they remove clothes, and they gather any evidence, and then they do a head-to-toe exam um, to see what all they can find on the body. So he said when they received JJ's body, he was in a body bag, and there was a white plastic bag over JJ's head, and it was duct taped around his face and his neck. And they said his forearms and hands were also bound with duct tape. 
He said he was wearing red pajamas and black socks. And there was clear decomposition because he had lots of dirt and mold on top of him. Dr. Garth Warren said he was able to confirm and determine that JJ died by asphyxiation. He had the plastic bag around his head and he died by asphyxiation. I just can't even imagine what the last moments of life for JJ were. I can't even imagine. My heart just breaks thinking about his last moments on earth. And then he went on to talk about Tylee. And as I mentioned before, her remains were massive organic material. So not all in one piece like JJ's were. We know that Tylee had been burned and charred. So that had a lot to do with it. And he said that Tylee... They determined she died by homicide in unspecified means. Now, he said what unspecified means is when there's suspicious circumstances surrounding a death, which this was obviously suspicious circumstances, and when there's no findings at an autopsy to explain the death. So... It was obviously suspicious circumstances and they didn't have findings. They couldn't really do a good autopsy because it was just organic material at, when they found her. Now, he did say there was evidence to support she was alive when she was burned. I'm going to say that again. They have evidence to support Tylee was alive when she was burned. Can you imagine can you imagine? Now, they said they did a thorough search for any kind of weapon, gun, knife, projectile, anything at all that could have explained the death, and they found nothing around the burial sites and nothing on the bodies to say that they were in any way related to either of the deaths. But again, JJ died by asphyxiation. They put the plastic bag on his head. They duct taped it around his head. And his hands and his feet were also um, bound with duct tape. So they obviously were doing that so that he couldn't, he couldn't try and fight. And they knew the plastic bag would take him. And with Tylee, we know that her, her remains were burned. And... I just cannot even imagine, cannot even imagine. So then Dr. Warren stepped off the witness stand and they called up Dr. Angie Christensen. She's a forensic anthropologist for FBI. And she um, began speaking about when she received the remains and um, how she kind of started going through the remains um, to look for more information. She was not on the witness stand all that long today because um, she got called up later in the afternoon. So we didn't get to hear too much from her. So we will hear from her more tomorrow, I'm sure. Um, but she was just called up towards the end of the day. So we didn't get to hear much from her. 
There were lots of photos displayed today. There was some kind of discussion because at first they were going to show the photos to everybody and then they kind of went back and forth, prosecution and defense, on if they could display the photos and they ended up displaying all the photos on the individual screens that the jurors can see and then they showed some of the photos to everybody but not the most gruesome ones. So the the most gruesome ones and all the photos got shown to the jurors and then everybody else just got to see um, some of the photos. And there were a lot of photos that were shared today, ones that were taken at the burial sites when they discovered the bodies. Um, so those were all shared um, today and put into evidence. So a very, very heavy day, a very heavy day. And tomorrow's probably going to be equally as heavily or heavy hearing from the forensic anthropologist. But I think, you know, this is all very important for the jurors to know the manner of death and how these bodies were discovered and found. And Lori, apparently most of the day, was writing in her notebook. She was conversing with her legal team and not really looking at the photos and not really showing any emotion, which, you know, we can't really be surprised with at all because um, that's kind of how she's acted from the very beginning of all of this. So no real surprise there. But we will have another day of trial tomorrow. So be sure to tune in here to this podcast where I will have more updates tomorrow. Again, you can always hit the subscribe button. And that way you'll get notified every time I post a new podcast episode. And so you won't miss a beat in this trial. But tomorrow heads into day 17. Thank you all for listening.